Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of Shape the Coach's weekly podcast, where every week it is our goal, our aim, our mission to deliver a creative, authentic, inspiring message straight to you, the people. Um, I am your host, Malcolm White. It's my pleasure to be talking to you guys again. Thank you so much for joining me on this journey. If you are a first-time listener, I just want to say thank you so much for tuning in, giving us a chance, checking us out. Um, I really hope that you enjoy your time here, that you take something away from this time, that you can learn from something that makes you meditate a little bit, something that you carry out throughout your week, your month, your year, and hopefully even your life, and hopefully gives you something to go back and check out our other messages, because a lot of the things that we talk about, the themes, the topics, the concepts, they have a way of connecting and progressing. Like I said, this is a journey as we shape the culture together. If you're a continuing listener, I just want to say thank you so much for tuning in, giving us a chance as well, continuing to give us chances. Thank you for all the feedback, commentary, reviews, ratings. It means so much. It truly means the world to me. I hope that you are enjoying this series as much as that I am enjoying this series. I hope that you continue to listen. Also know that you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, your favorite podcast provider, whatever it may be. You can also visit us at shapetheculture.org. Um, where you can sign up to have the messages delivered to you directly every Monday. So this week, we are hopping right back into our continuing series, which is called I Am Human. And we are wrapping up the series this week. It's been a great series where we've been just been talking about some of the characteristics, struggles, and trials and tribulations that I believe personally we just all share as human beings. These are things that I think we all are connected by, the struggles that we go through. We talked about our need to want to be great. We talked about the power of our tongue. We talked about our need to understand timing and trust in the timing of God, the spirit of God inside of us moving us forward. We also talked about changes and how change is something that happens to each and every one of us. And we have to be comfortable with change because it is as natural as breathing. And then last week, we talked about witness protection and the and the the power behind being able to share our stories and knowing that because we have a story, that matters. It doesn't have to be the greatest story to anybody else, but it's the greatest story to you because it's your story and you have a responsibility to share it. So this week, we are continuing the series. This message is titled The Butterfly Effect. I'm going to be reading from the book of Acts, chapter 2, verses 22 through 41. And they read like this. This is Peter speaking. People of Israel, listen. God publicly endorsed Jesus the Nazarene by doing powerful miracles, wonders, and signs through him, as you well know. But God knew what would happen. His prearranged plan was carried out when Jesus was betrayed with the help of the lawless Gentiles. You nailed him to a cross and killed him. But God released him from the horrors of death and raised him back to life, for death cannot keep him in its grip. King David said this about him. I see that the Lord is always with me. I will not be shaken, for he is right beside me. No wonder my heart is glad and my tongue shouts his praises. My body rests in hope, for you will not leave my soul among the dead or allow your Holy One to rot in the grave. You have shown me the way of life, and you will fill me with the joy of your presence. Dear brothers, think about this. You can be sure that the patriarch David wasn't referring to himself for he died and was buried, and his tomb is still here among us. But he was a prophet, and he knew God had promised with an oath that one of David's own descendants would sit on his throne. David was looking into the future and speaking of the Messiah's resurrection. He was saying that God would not leave him among the dead or allow his body to rot in the grave. 
God raised Jesus from the dead, and we are all witnesses of this. Now he is exalted to the place of highest honor in heaven at God's right hand. And the Father, as he had promised, gave him the Holy Spirit to pour out upon us, just as you see and hear today. For David himself never ascended into heaven, yet he said, The Lord said to my Lord, Sit in the place of honor at my right hand, and until I humble your enemies, making them a footstool under your feet. So let everyone in Israel know for certain that God has made this Jesus whom you crucify to be both Lord and Messiah. Peter's words pierced their hearts and they said to, said to him and to the other apostles, brothers, what should we do? Peter replied, each of you must repent of your sins and turn to God and be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins. Then you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. This promise is to you to your children, and to those far away, all who have been called by the Lord our God. Then Peter continued preaching for a long time, strongly urging all of his listeners, save yourselves from this crooked generation. Those who believe what Peter said were baptized and added to the church that day, about 3,000 in all. And so to give a little bit of background of those verses and why I chose those verses, these verses happen after Jesus was nailed to the cross, he was resurrected, and then after spending some time, 40 days, 40 nights with the apostles again, he ascended into heaven for the final time and left. And now we see Peter in, in full power, right? We, we see him delivering a message to a crowd of, like they said, over 3,000 people, converting 3,000 people to be believers. And Peter has with went through his whole transformation. This is after he's denied Jesus. This is after, you know, he's walked away from following. He went back to being a fisherman. This is after all of this. And we see him going through this transformation. So wrapping up the series, I want to focus on the after effects of Peter's journey. As we talked about human nature, we've used the disciples and specifically Peter to illustrate how we all go through similar trials and tribulations. Whether these battles are mental, emotional, spiritual, or physical, the stages we go through as human beings are shared among us all. What we witness as we talked about our want to be great, our rush to be on time and need to trust in God's timing, crashing out by not being conscious enough with our words, going through changes, is that ultimately we're all bound to transform. And we transform many times throughout our lives as we continue to reach our highest selves. What I love about Peter's journey is that we get to see him evolve from a caterpillar to a butterfly. This is the butterfly effect that I believe we all go through. So let's think about Peter at the beginning of his journey. When Peter first met Jesus, he felt unworthy. He fell down before him and declared that he was a sinful man. And this speaks to how Peter thought about himself internally. The internal struggle Peter was going through is something we can all relate to. We all battle with doubting ourselves and at certain points start to believe maybe we are evil. We come to see our lives as a mixture of bad habits and bad luck. And as Peter started to walk with Jesus and learn more about himself and the spirit of God inside of him, his beliefs changed. Over time, he was able to accept that he was a man who made mistakes, but there was still greatness inside of him. And I love the verses we read above because now we see why Peter had to go through so much. You have to conquer your demons before you can help others battle their own demons. Our lives are living testimonies so we can continue to improve each other. Peter is still the man who denied Jesus, but now he's a man who has understanding. He has clarity to acknowledge his mistakes and can speak about the lessons learned from those mistakes. 
One aspect of the, the butterfly effect that I believe is necessary for us to understand is that it starts with the love for, for yourself. Even if you struggle with believing yourself, believing you are somebody, believing that you matter, deep down, you have a love for yourself. You have an urge to figure out who you are and your place in the world. And this is the beginning of your beautiful transformation. You can doubt and question yourself as much as you need to. This is how you start to unravel the mystery of who you are. This is how you discover the parts of yourself that you love and the parts that you honestly might not like that much. Transformation is such a complicated process because it requires us to shed as we grow. We're constantly finding the balance between letting go of certain aspects of ourselves while holding on to the parts of ourselves that make us shine like the lights we are called to be. So let's think about this. Back when we first started Peter's journey, right, Peter had a reputation for being boastful. He was straightforward, honest. He spoke with authority and had a passion that empowered his words. But at first, he directed this energy in the wrong way. He spoke too soon and crashed out when we watched him deny Jesus, thinking that he was going to die and go to jail for Jesus. But then years later, after he's transformed, he's went through his trials and tribulations. We see how this part of Peter was used for good, and it was always meant to be used for good. Peter used that same passion and honesty to preach to thousands of people. Peter is credited with bringing in more believers than Jesus. His testimony was used to provide thousands of people with understanding. Because Peter was human and could speak to the human nature that we all endure, endure his words were full of that power and conviction needed to grasp people. The butterfly effect is a refining process. It's a process of fine-tuning what's already inside of you. I love that caterpillars retreat into a cocoon and come out a butterfly because I believe that metaphorically, that speaks to how everything we need is already inside of us. You have it in you to be that great, legendary, game-changing person you want to be. You have it inside of you to be happy, successful, living your best life. It's already there. We have to believe in ourselves, trust our process, look inwardly, and seek divine alignment. We have to be willing to change for the better and to never look back. Because once you start to fly, you can't go back to crawling. And that's why I love the illustration and the metaphor of the butterfly, because the butterfly doesn't look back on its old, old life and seek to be a caterpillar again. The butterfly reaches new heights, accepts its new life, and seeks to continue moving forward. As humans, we have the same instincts. We are called to grow, evolve, and to move forward. We're called to transform inwardly and allow that to blossom into an outwards transformation. The transformation happens inwardly first. It has to. It happens before anybody even notices. And sometimes it happens even before you really begin to notice it. It's so small things. It grows from the inside out. But what we have to be able to do is that when we do start to notice the process, when we do start to feel ourselves changing, our moods changing, what we want starts to change, the way we spend our time starts to change, we have to trust ourselves through this process. We have to understand that transformation that is purposeful is the most powerful form of change. We are intentionally seeking to better ourselves and ultimately be better for the world. And that's really what it's all about, this butterfly effect. It's, it's changing and growing into something that, yeah, you're unable to retreat back to who you are. And a lot of times I think the spiritual transformation is so powerful for that reason. A lot of what it talks about is, is changing your ways, your habits, your thoughts and not looking back on your old life, 
except to use your old life as either an example or lessons. But once you step forward into something new, you have to keep going. So thank you once again for tuning in to Shape the Culture's weekly message. Like I said, I hope you enjoyed your time here. I hope I gave you something to meditate on, think about, um, something that can help you as you move forward, as you go through your own transformation. Like I continue to say, you're going to transform many times in this lifetime. You're going to go through many changes physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, but they're all supposed to better you, give you those leaps of faith, provide more courage, encourage yourself and strengthen yourself. So thank you once again for tuning in to Shape the Culture's weekly message. I'll talk to you guys next week. I love you all.